Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by former Carroll football player Colton Wellhaven. How are you doing today, Colton? Doing really good. I appreciate you having me on, Mitch. Excited to talk all things sports and uh, hopefully a little bit of the Saints and some more other teams. So yeah, looking forward to this. Oh yeah, definitely we're going to talk about the Saints for sure. So my uh, my first question is kind of always the same, but what really fueled your love for football? So growing up, um, always played sports, you know, with my dad, with my friends, uh, and always had a love of just watching football on Sundays. You watch it on Saturdays, especially in Montana. So we would watch a lot of football, especially like Sundays after church or after something like that. You know, it's kind of just tradition that you would, you know, get that 11 o'clock game on a Sunday mountain time. I think that's the best time for watching sports is mountain time. And so it, it was just perfect, like 11, 1, 4, 6, um, and then Monday Night Football. So uh, having that and having something to do with my family was always – I always enjoyed And then my dad played football in college, and so we were just kind of interested in all things sports in our family. That's awesome for sure. So when did you know, you know, in high school that you were going to be able to go play at the collegiate level? Really, I – Probably didn't think about it until my senior year. So um, freshman, sophomore year, you know, you're young. You're kind of just figuring out how to play with kids older than you. Uh, growing up, I had played and been successful and, you know, each grade level. And when I got out of school, started out playing freshman football. And for most of the year, actually, was playing freshman and junior varsity at Billing Central. And it wasn't until the playoffs of that year that I started playing varsity and played actually special teams in our playoff run to the state championship. And I was lucky to be on some really awesome teams at Billing Central. Uh, great coaching staff and really great teammates and friends. And so had a lot of experience playing um, postseason ball, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. We made it to the state championship all four years um, in Class A football and we were successful my senior year, but had taken second three straight years. And it probably wasn't until after my junior year that I really thought about it. Going into my junior year, I'd actually had knee surgery twice, um, just a meniscus repair. And so pretty minor in, on the grand scheme of things. But I had missed the first five games of my junior year. So I don't know if that would have really meant a leap forward in terms of getting looked at at schools. But I was always on the smaller side um, and probably not. I would say unathletic, but middle of the road. And so um, probably it wasn't until after junior year, really like middle of my senior year that I really started thinking about it. That's awesome. So, you know, you went to Central, which is an absolute powerhouse in Eastern A. And as you mentioned, they were extremely successful when you were there. So what was it like to be a part of those that run, you know, where you guys were in the title game four years in a row? It's very interesting. I talk about this with other people my age and then also friends um, or colleagues at work or people that, you know, you talk about their coaching their kids and um, you're talking, you're sharing similar experiences growing up. And I find it that a culture of winning is something that really meant a difference growing up. I played on some terrible football teams um, when I was really little. And I think that's a, a different kind of because usually it's uh, everybody gets to play, you know, everybody gets a lot of playing time. And so little guy football, it's kind of about learning football. And um, But I really played competitive baseball growing up um, with some really good uh, athletes in all sports. And so had that idea of having a winning culture was something that I saw at Central. And 
was something that was kind of an unspoken, like you knew going into every game that we were going to, we had a chance of winning this game if we played to the best of our ability. And not only have, did we have good talent, we, I thought we worked really hard. We had great coaches, but that like winning culture is something that's very different um, that I think um, a team or a, a town that doesn't have that, they don't really know how to win. It doesn't mean that they don't know how to execute the X's and O's, but it's something where when you walk into a stadium or you're down 10 points at halftime, whether it's football, basketball, or you're down a few runs, like you don't panic, you know that you just have to keep grinding it. And I think that's something that I really noticed between high school and college and just kind of observing is like a culture of winning, um, which you see in the NFL too. You see that in all sorts of sports. For sure, for sure. So then, you know, you obviously got the chance to go on to Carroll. Was that kind of like your first choice school and you knew you wanted to go to Carroll or did you have a lot of different schools looking at you and Carroll was just the best fit for you? I would say, you know, I was looking at a few schools and kind of in the frontier conference was probably where I was looking most. And I had a few um, division three looks and um, I didn't really talked, I think, I don't know if there was any division two. It's just hard with this part of the country. There's not a lot of division two schools right. um, unless you go to, you know, Colorado or Oregon or I guess uh, University of Mary. Um, and so Carroll was just a really good fit. Um, good school semi-close to home, um, and then I wasn't 100% sure major-wise. I, I knew originally I had thought if I was going to go to, you know, a purely engineering school or something like that, I would do engineering, but I knew I wanted to do maybe business, so did finance and accounting at Carroll, so it kind of checked a lot of the boxes of good school, being able to play football and continue that and have the opportunity, so uh, kind of all things aligned, and, you know, I wanted to give it a chance to play football. And I'm glad I did it. For sure. So, Carol, not that all schools are not academically are not academically focused, but Carol puts it in the forefront that they are definitely an academic first school. So, as a student athlete, how did you make that balance between academics and sports? Good question. I think a lot of it kind of what's expected as when you go there. Um, the coaches expect it, the administrators expect it, your professors expect it. And so that expectation level sets the bar high. But I think you just have to realize that it's always going to be a crunch on your time. And so you're always going to be going to practice, lifting, film, um, off-season, there's training. And so uh, and then obviously games and things like that. So it, it's always a crunch on your time. And so you just have to really be good with time management. And you kind of, it's one of the, I think that has prepared me really well for after college too, that some of those times when you're at practice or like you just, how busy you are and how much work gets put in, like maybe something, I, I this is what I said to others, like is man, maybe it's real. anything after that's not really that hard because you were able to go through that. And so um, I think part of it was having good friends around me, like having that positive influence. So, um, obviously, we all have fun in college, and there's obviously lots of things that come with that. And I think uh, those are good things because that's what college is for. But you just have to park some things and be like, I can't do this, I can't do that because I'm playing football. And Mm -hmm. I always tell, I always tell people, if you can play sports in college, like you have to, I think you have to do it um, because 
you'll never get to do that ever again in your life. You can always go to a concert, you know, if you're an outdoors person, you can always hike, fish, hunt after college. You can, and it's not like you can't do those things in college. You probably just can't do as much as you would like to do. And so there's, there's always that opportunity. And so I always tell people, like, if you have any inkling of playing any college sport, if it's, I'm talking to a high schooler or middle schooler, and if they're, um, you know, they play girls sports or they play boys sports in high school, like you, you have to do it. And so I think that was probably, you know, long answer, short question that, you know, good influences, um, the right environment. Um, and then just really like working hard, I think was probably some of the things that I really tried to focus on and benefited from. For sure. So, you know, what are some of your favorite memories of being able to play for the Carroll Saints? You know, Mitch, I would say you probably, I have looked at the list of players you've had on this podcast and I would say there are 10 times the player that I was in college. And so um, they probably have really good stories of games that they're playing and um, some of those other things. And so um, coming from a, uh, B-rated player, not an A-rated player who played college sports. I would say some of the best memories that I had was just being around your teammates um, and really them having your back and not even just like in the on the football field because there's always that, but really just being like good human beings uh, outside of football. And so um, whether that was really studying with them or I just think of some of the friends that I have now and not even my roommates because those are some of my best friends but even people that I've just stayed in touch with like those people have my back they, and if I needed something from them I know that I could always talk to them but like some of the I guess on field moments uh was being able to play with some really great players and like watching them from a, as I was younger um just in college and uh, my freshman year, sophomore year, we had some really, really good teams, one that made it to the semifinals and another that made it to the quarters and probably were national championship level teams, especially my freshman year. Um, so seeing some high level college football that I probably, those are some of the best players I've ever seen. And so right. that was uh, some really cool on field um, moments. And so uh, I'm trying to think of specific situations, but those are some of the things that I really remember, um, which is kind of being with the the guys and being with my teammates. So. That's awesome. So, you know, I want to mention specifically one of your teammates who I've had on the podcast, Jordan Jernigan, who is also going to be in your wedding. Um, so how great is it to have these lifelong friends that you are still friends with years later? You know, I, I think uh, it's funny you mentioned Jordan, uh, one of my best friends, one of my college roommates. Uh, we lived together since we lived for three years, sophomore, junior, senior year. And I think when you experience, I was listening to a podcast there and they were talking about like shared experiences with people and one of a very like poignant and memorable experience, like sharing with people is something physical. And so whether that's like a physical game whether it's you know lifting weights whether it's running so much that you're you know ex physically exhausted and you can't move or it's things like that those shared experiences are very um uh something that we tend to remember about those people and it forms a closer bond and so i think when you're with those people you know 24 7 essentially you know if you think about you're getting up in the morning like in the off season and you have 
running and lifting and some sort of training in the morning. And then you have film at the middle of the day. And then maybe you're eating three meals with them as well as um, just studying. Like we see those people more in those four years than we probably see, you know, obviously our family, obviously our probably significant others or um, some of those players are married. Um, we see, you know, your teammates more. And so it's hard not to get along with them. You kind of have to, right? And it's, you know, it's, it's like people we work with. We those tend to be some of our really good friends with people we work with on a daily basis. That's kind of how it is in college. Um, it's no different than having your core group in college if you're not playing sports. Those are the people that are your people. Definitely was like that in college. So Jordan happens to be one of my very best friends and um, feel very lucky to call him one of my best friends. He's meant a lot to me. And so um, when you're when you're sweating in August and it's like 100 degrees out and you got pads on and it's second practice of the day and NAIA doesn't have rules like NCAA where we're limited in practice time or things like that, um, you tend to be like these are these are my dogs and so um, I just that doesn't make me makes me giggle thinking about all the uh, things we did um, training wise and just being with each other. Um, it's pretty fun. That's awesome for sure. So, <clears throat> you know, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what are some things that you've taken from football and from sports? Cause I know you played other sports in high school that you've carried on to your now personal, personal and professional life. Mm. You have to be, and this is where I think with athletes, this is something that we have a upper hand on compared to just the normal population. So most people high school, college, I shouldn't say most people, but people who are, tend to be successful in their career have been successful in other parts of their life. Sports is like the ultimate like place where you have to have humility and where you are constantly humbled um, in it every day. And so whether it's you're getting your uh, butt kicked um, on the other side of the line by an offensive lineman or a linebacker, or you can't get off a block and uh, you're a defensive back trying to make a play, or if you're not even playing, like you're sitting the bench and you think you deserve to be playing. Um, I experienced a lot of that personally, as well as just like watched it. And then you have to be okay with failing and you have to be okay with um, getting back up and consistently working. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I've learned is I, and I wouldn't even consider it a failure. It's just, I didn't, I didn't meet the expectation or hit the level or goal that I thought. And I had to be okay with that because there are certain things, you know, outside of my control. And, you know, these are first world problems. We're talking about being able to play football. And, you know, these are, um, you know, not trivial things, but they're important things when we're growing mm -hmm. up. And I think being okay with that, of being like, I didn't reach the level of success that I wanted to. And I have to be able to translate that into my future career. Because there'll be times when not everything goes our way in life or not everything goes our way at our job. Um, and there's, you know, different um, levels to that. And we just have to be able to, you know, get back up and keep going. And so I, I think I've told my fiance that like, I don't think there was anything harder than make some of the decisions I had to make in football and some of the things that I had to just like go through like mentally. And I think that's probably the biggest takeaway that I've had is it's really made a big impression um, from that standpoint. Um, and it's just a game. I, I want to say that. it's just a game, but it, 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 it teaches really good lessons. I think sports is a great way of doing that. 
because I think the obvious things are we learn hard work, we learn to play as a team, uh, right. we learn to, you know, have um, camaraderie and all those things. Like those are like the givens, but it's mm-hmm. like the things that we don't think about, it's like the failure, like, because there are very few people that end a career on only winning or a few, like few careers that are all Americans, you know, and have like this, like thing that we all want to be. There's very few people that get to do that. And those people are superhuman and they're absolute um, deserve to be there. And so uh, it doesn't mean that if you didn't do that, you don't deserve to be there. It just means the cards didn't go the way that you thought they would. And so those are the, that's like life for you because it's life only gets harder as you start having a family and kids and jobs and moving and all those things. And so that's one of the big things that I've learned and feel very grateful that I got to experience that. For sure. Well, as um, we kind of close this up, I just want to give you one last chance to, you know, give any tidbit of um, advice for younger kids that are wanting to go on to the next level. I think if I was to look back and do something different or was wanted somebody to say something, um, I would probably give a couple of different things. So one I would say is, you know, play as many sports as you can and think about, you know, being a well-rounded athlete and um, doing those things. I think it was really beneficial to me and some of the best players that I've seen or know about or played with were multi-sport athletes. And so um, it allows you to meet new people, play different things, it challenges you in different athletic ways. So that's one thing to um, enjoy being with your friends, enjoy, you know, just being on a bus, even though you have to drive four hours back, like you don't get to do those things. And um, you have it pretty nice when you're 12 years old and 15 and 16 and 17, 18 and 24 years old playing sports, like enjoy those things because the real world of like, you got to work from eight to five and, you know, you get very few vacation days and um, you know, those are real things. And you, you, I feel like sports and doing those things is really a break in life. Like it's something to enjoy. And so that's one thing. And then the, probably the third, I would say is there's, you know, always time for work and there's always time to grow up, you know, those things can wait and I really enjoy what you're doing right now. I think, um, I think sometimes I had that like mindset and some others of like, Oh, like, I'm just ready to be done with this. I'm ready to be done with this. And I'm like, there's plenty of time to be an adult. Um, right. And uh, there's uh, lots of things to do as you grow up. And so enjoy that. Um, and so uh, I obviously, and you know, have had a good experience and it's not that it's not the same for everybody, but from, from my perspective, those are some things that I would think people should do to, as they're, you know, playing sports and, um, just making the most of it because I think about be like, well, would I have done something differently back then? Could I have been more dedicated? Could I have done all the things? Absolutely. But, you know, really just like be present then and give it, you know, 100%. I think most people do. It's just, it's a good reminder to talk about those things. For sure. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today and talking about your career and all that. So thank you so much. Absolutely, Mitch. I appreciate it. Thanks so much too. Yep. Have a great rest of your day and good. Happy 4th of July early. (laughs) Hey, you too as well. And go Saints. Go Saints.
Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you? It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.